Hello, 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 and welcome back, all of my beautiful friends from the internet. I hope each and every single one of you is doing spectacularly well on this fine Tuesday morning or whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast, whether that be morning, evening, excuse me, or night. Now, welcome to the Reddit Asks Us podcast, the podcast where we read and react to comments from r slash ask Reddit. I am your host, Luke Dick. Remember, if you're listening to this podcast, whether that be on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts, please, YouTube now. YouTube asked me for my RSS feed, so I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But if you're listening up anywhere, any platform, please, please, please leave us a rating, like, um, subscribe, comment, um, follow, whatever. Uh, thank you so much for please doing that in the future, and also for the ones who have subscribed and are uh, following the show. Thank you all so much, and leave a rating, and please, please, please leave a review. You have no idea how much that helps spread the show. Uh, it really does make a difference, so please, please, please do that. Uh, remember, you can answer this week's Reddit question by uh, hopping over to Spotify, you can listen completely for free to download episodes for free in Spotify. You can go to the week's most recent episode or any episode for that matter. And uh, you can click the description of the episode. In the description, you will see a white icon that says reply. And uh, if you click that uh, reply button, you can send in a response. Uh, I will get those responses. You will be notified when your response is published. And I will read those responses out loud on the next week's following episode. So why don't we just do exactly that? Uh, so last week's episode was, what is? can I just say also, I'm very just, again, excited to be with you all for another week. I feel like sometimes doing the podcast, even though I, oh, you know, I'm in school and things are busy, uh, I do see this podcast as an outlet to kind of just hang out with my beautiful friends from the internet. Like, it's it's so awesome to be back with everybody. It's just, it's so great. I can't believe I get the responses that I do and the amount of people that are engaged in the show. It's just, uh, just warms my heart. So I, it's, I take this as an opportunity to kind of get away from life and just, you know, hang out with y'all for a bit. So, last week's episode was, what was the clearest case of denial you've ever seen? So, Phil Savannah, what's going on? Phil, good to see you again. Phil, good to hear from you. Uh, Phil says, telling myself I can quit Reddit whenever I want. A friend of mine died years, years ago of cancer, and another friend of mine is convinced he's still alive, but he dropped out of school and is ignoring him. Well, he's going to be uh, believing that for a long time. Yeah, that's a long time coming. I, I, I'm, I'm imagining, Phil, that you're, that you're like a desktop user. The people who use Reddit the most are by far the desktop users. Those fucking keyboard warriors, man. And I mean that I mean that in good and the best ways because I think there are people on Reddit who are doing the Lord's work. Okay. Reddit is a uh, Reddit is as much as Reddit gets clowned on in the, you know, ethos of the internet and meme culture uh, for Redditors and Red Mods and stuff. Reddit mods. A lot of people on Reddit are some of the most intelligent people. Like Reddit is really one of those platforms that that really um, definitely appeals to people who are who are very knowledgeable. Because that's the thing is Reddit is kind of made for that. What are the what's the first thing that you look up when you look up a fairly obscure question on Google? Is Reddit? Reddit's like the first thing that if you need to look up how to do something or how to plug something in or you know or how to clean something or fix something or anything or just have general weird questions. 
Reddit's like the first thing that always comes up. So, uh, you know, people on Reddit are really doing the work out there to get information spread. And not only that, but it's nice because you can like DM someone and talk to an actual person. Uh, stressed human. Next one comes from stressed human. Uh, love to hear from you again, stressed human. My biological father said he's not a bad driver. The police just target him for no reason. That's why you are in frequent accidents. Uh, okay. Okay. Vortex, wish you the best and hope you get through chemo and recovery. Yes, Vortex, we are all thinking of you. We think of you every week and every day on this show. Um, so we are, we are, our hearts and uh, our minds are with you, Vortex, and uh, we uh, we have the the utmost uh, faith and confidence in you and your uh, your health and your abilities. But yeah, um, <laughs> police target him. Okay, unless he's a member of like a minority group. There is no reason for the police. Like, it's like, yeah, the police are targeting the straight white man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm very sure the police have, like, that's who they're profiling. Yeah, that's, that's, that's of the, the, we all know the police. They're not racist. They're not sexist at all. They're actually looking for the straight white men to pull over. Yeah, I, I'm so sure that happens. Oh, my God, another straight white man speeding. Gotta pull him over. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sure. Next one comes from Grayson Sandersfeld. Thank you so much for commenting, Grayson. Go Vortex. Yes, go Vortex. Uh, my uncle is still dating a girl who had a meltdown over some random thing, and I could hear it from like four blocks away uh, while holding a not even one-year-old. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, that, she's chill, though. Other than the fact that she berates me at every opportunity... You know, um, she's great because she, you know what she says though? She says that without her, how would I have anyone to keep, keep my, myself in check? Right. She says that, you know, that I need her for this and it, it is really my fault. Right. Just totally fucking gaslighting. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know what I don't I'm like I've talked maybe, uh, maybe I'm just ignorant about it, but Whenever I've been in a toxic relationship or had a toxic relationship, it's I've had the wherewithal to be like, you know what? No, I don't want to do this. And you know what? When you do that with someone, I think when you approach it with a very pragmatic attitude, you know, they're, they also realize, you know what? Yeah, this isn't working. This is not working. No, we're not doing this. We're shutting this down. We're shutting this off. This is not, this is not happening for us. Um, but uh, I just don't see how you you get can get into a toxic relationship and be like, yeah, yeah, this is it. This is it. Anxiety, jealousy, you know, um, just just general uh, uh, contempt towards your significant other, uh, feeling as though that this person you are dependent on them. Yeah, that sounds that sounds wonderful. That sounds just exactly what I want when I get into a relationship. Um, next one comes from Burrito Cat. I'm not sure if you've commented before, Burrito Cat. Uh, when someone will deny basic logic to prove a point. Yeah, we gotta. I think I'm bad for this. Also, go vortex. Yes, go vortex. Um, I'm bad for this. I feel like sometimes I like dig myself into an argumentative hole, and I know I'm wrong, but I'm just like, you know what? No. I'm 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 exiting the conversation. I'm 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 renouncing myself from this conversation because I don't want to admit that I'm wrong. Um I think that I'm still I can still be bad for that. I've I think I've gotten better at admitting my wrong and 
you know, changing my mind where I believe that, you know, I'm genuinely wrong and I need to be and that, you know, someone's made a good argument and convinced me of, you know what? And do you know what the thing is, though? I feel like I've I'm I'm I've been in philosophy because that's that's what I'm taking in university is philosophy. And I feel like I've been in philosophy enough to be convinced by a convincing argument. You know what I mean? Be be swayed by a convincing argument. When I when I when I think that somebody's argument is, you know, valid, sound logical and true i'm like you know what you're right you are right and i've had to admit that i've been wrong in the past and it doesn't feel good but uh you know it's it's part of it's it's part of moving forward i guess but you just gotta do it just gotta admit i'm wrong <laughs> in more or less more or less yes um sapphire moonlight next comment comes from sapphire moonlight I think you've commented before, Sapphire Moonlight. My grandpa didn't want my grandma to use his car because he thinks she would crash it. The garage door had to be replaced because he backed into it with the same car and is still iffy with her driving into it. Well, you know what? That was just a, that was a, uh, an extraneous situation. All right. That was just a outlier. Okay. It doesn't change the fact that she shouldn't drive it. She shouldn't drive it. You know, it's just, it's just, this is a, this is a, this is a deal or no deal type of thing. Okay. My situations are different. There's always a circumstance. Okay. We have to be willing to, to see how multiple factors can play a role. Okay. Except when she drives though. If she drives, no, it's definitely all her. All her for sure. For sure. Yeah. That sounds very sound to me um all right why don't we hop into today's episode so i'm excited excited to hop into this one this one i think is going to be fun because we've got some stories here i love i always love the questions that are very story oriented uh, people have very interesting stories to share so as you can see from the title this episode is what precautionary measure did you take thinking just to be safe that unexpectedly ended up saving the day later on well the title's obviously not that long but this, that's the, obviously the whole episode. So the first one comes from Lizard Possum. I run a reptile and exotic animal rescue in South Texas. We are having very cold weather. I drove out to the rescue to check on everyone one more time, even though I'd been out there many times today. The heat had stopped working. We ended up having to move all the reptiles to my house. They would have died tonight. It's crowded as fuck, but everyone is alive. The 90-pound tortoise living in my room is probably going to fuck some stuff up, but he's, but he's alive. And he actually has photos. So I'm on this. Uh, yep, those are real photos, and that is a living room. And the snakes, and how do these things all coexist? You, you weren't concerned at all? There was, oh, geez, he's really, this is quite, this is quite elaborate here, actually. Um... You're not concerned that a fucking boa constrictor is just going to choke you in your sleep? I feel like I would be very reluctant to take um, exotic animals and reptiles to my house. I think that I think I'll pass. Like if I was your friend and you were like, "Dude, like zoo shut down or the the the, the rescue shut down. Can you take this python?" Yeah, I I don't know, man. I think that's pushing it for me. I think that's where I draw the line. I think I'm going to have to be like, you know what, man? I'm your friend. I love you, but 
I'm not fucking taking a python. And to be honest, I don't think I want a giant tortoise in my house either. I just... They, you can't connect with them. You can't. Something about something about those animals, you know, you, they're not domesticated. A snake will always see you as food. I'm not comfortable with that thought, okay? Like a giant snake that can kill you? I mean, not the smaller ones. But even the ones that are smaller, they have rattlesnakes and stuff, they're poisonous. No. No. I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. Let's, they, let's figure something else out. I will dig a hole in the ground and build a fire underneath it to warm those animals than I would before I'd take one of those fucking things inside my house. Oh, my God. Ne next one comes from Working Park 4342. Um, I take screenshots of what my managers say on Teams. One manager said one thing. Another tried to say it never happened. I produced the screenshots. Reply from Trailer Park Stink. No better feeling than producing the receipts. Yeah. Yeah, I got that shit backed up. Okay. All right. So, yes, I was fired. Look at the team's call. Yes, I was fired for uh, disorderly, uh, you know, disruptive comments. So, I think you mean to say I am fired. You're welcome. Yep. Reply from Raby. That reminded me of when a classmate and I swapped uh, clinical days for my sister's wedding. I emailed my prof and clinical instructor about the swap, and they both replied that it was fine. Then they forgot. And I didn't answer my phone that day because I was up to my ears in last-minute centerpieces. <laughs> I was notified that it would count as an unexcused absence which would have required me to repeat that semester. So I forwarded the original acknowledgements of the swap to my prof and clinical instructor and the dean of students. Suddenly, wasn't a problem anymore. See, this is why you got to keep those receipts, bruh. This is why you got to keep... How do you email someone and they're like, yeah, no, that's cool, and then they just forget about it immediately? Both of them? Like, you like you have got to be uh, uh, just the most like shortest attention span type person ever to just get to get both of you get the email and you just sit there and you kind of look at each other and you're like no this is wrong she should be here right now she needs to be here right now i can't believe she would do this and jeopardize her education and not even let us know like you're not even going to go through the books like that nothing brought up when she sh didn't show up that like you know that oh yeah no nothing at all like, how, many, how often do you get those emails? People, this is, this, is, this, is, uh, this is higher education for you. And by higher education, I mean... <sighs> yeah, we're definitely going to fail her. She did not show up. So, she's cut. That's going to be unexcused absence on the record. Academic... Uh, dismissal for that so next one comes from seth randall we had a house we had a fire a f oh, sorry we had a house fire we had a firehouse <laughs> oh god it's late at night folks we had a house fire october 2021 huh we had a house fire that same year um my family and i uh and we were heading we were bouncing back and forth between our house and a rental 
Uh, Christmas Eve was extra cold, and our pipes were frozen in our house. 1894, no insulation yet. Wait, what? 1890? What? What? Your house was built in 1894? I don't even, what are you, I think they meant to say 1994, that seems, seems odd. What, 1894? What, are you living in a wood log cabin? Are you living in like a hut or something? Like a, made of sticks? <laughs> so we decided to go to the rental for Christmas Eve. My wife and daughter were taking one car and I was taking the other. Uh, when I left the house and saw a man sitting his, in his car across the street messing on his phone, given the cold weather it seemed odd. When my wife left, the man pulled his car across the street to the spot she just left. It's a one-way street. Since I'm further back, I watch for a bit, but he doesn't do anything, just gets back on his phone. Eventually, my wife calls and asks where I am. Because she didn't bring her keys for the rental, I drove over and let her in. And, it, and, and I told her about the guy. She encourages me to go back and point one of our security cameras in his direction just in case. When I... Oh, sorry, in the uh, when I get back, he's still there. So I go inside. Once I'm inside, I hear water running. In the 30 minutes I was gone, the water started running again. In the back kitchen where the fire had been, the faucet was still on and was flooding the room. I shut that off and went downstairs to check the cellar under the kitchen for water leakage. In the cellar was a cracked copper pipe spraying water across the room. So I shut the water off and cleaned up the kitchen before the damage uh, could cause permanent problems. When I left, the guy's car was still there, but he was gone. I think he was meeting a neighbor for Christmas Eve dinner, but if he hadn't been there, the house would have been flooding for who knows how long. Yeah, I was like waiting to see what this, t well, why this dude died, like dude tied into the story, like at all. Like it was just like, okay, this dude was outside. Cool. I just thought that was like a cool fact to put in there. And I just thought I'd phrase it in this really ominous way to make it seem like he was going to rob us or something. But that's good. That's interesting, though. So somebody who was, this is the world that we live in. This is the, so because of you and your wife's paranoia about someone you think going to rob your burnt house, you actually ended up saving your house. Hmm. So what this the lesson here was we should distrust all people strangers for parking on the street that's what we should do this sounds like such a that sounds like no offense it sounds like you belong to a very privileged community i bet you live in a really really nice area <laughs> you're just like anyone who comes inside that area is like i don't recognize that car who car is that i don't they, they don't they don't live on the street i've never seen them here who do you who do you know here knocking on their window who do you know here you're not supposed to be here you're not allowed to park here okay this is this is a private uh private neighborhood okay this is private property you cannot be here it's like um i'm cousins with your next door neighbor oh really really your cousins yeah yeah i'm cousins with the pope yeah you can be cousins you can say you're cousins with anybody move along okay this is a i'm gonna call the cops you want me to call the cops this is I'm I'm just making fun, folks. But definitely is a very uh, it seems like a very privileged comment. Uh, it's like okay, they so they go inside your house. Your house has nothing in it. It's burned. What do you you just don't want like a like like a person to not rob your house? What? And they can always just go back to your house the next day. If someone's squatting in your house too. You can just be like, call the cops, like. <laughs> 
Like you don't need to. You don't need to. You're trying to minority report here, prevent a crime before it happens. Uh, next one comes from a dog loving art teacher. I got life insurance on my husband during open enrollment, and we joked, "Haha, I'll be a rich widow." Haha, totally joking, uh, because we have never had any policies on either of us. He got sick and passed away two months later. The money saved my butt, and I tell everyone to get life insurance. So very important. Okay, you said, "Haha." We're joking, like, t- twice. You said, <laughs> I got life insurance on my husband during open enrollment, and we joked. Ha ha, I'll be a rich widow, ha ha. Totally joking. You sound really nervous in this this comment. Totally joking. <laughs> By the way, you're so joking. We were joking. <laughs> I told him, oh, this is, jo- this is joking we're doing. <laughs> this is funny joking that we're having, joking with each other. <laughs> yeah, we should, we should take out a life insurance policy on you. <laughs> totally joking, ha <laughs> ha. But we should do it, though. We should do it. We should do a life and just on you though. I don't want just on you. I don't think we, we should save some money. Haha, <laughs> joking. Haha, <laughs> um, we're so joking. But seriously though, we should save some money. And, and we maybe not one on me, but one on you though, maybe. Joking. <laughs> maybe we should just like and take out insurance policy. Well, this is, it doesn't hurt, right? It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. I mean, I'm 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 healthy. I'm healthy. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fine, right? But you though, maybe we should look up in life insurance policy on you. Just joking though. Yeah, passed away. Hmm. He got sick. Yeah, I wonder. Did he... Did anyone do a blood test, perhaps? Maybe we should look into this man. Because right away, she's just like, Nope, uh, cremation. Cremation's fine. Yep, just cremate him up. Just shove him right in there. Just burn him up, you know? Just toast him up. Get him to do a little bag for me. And that'll be fine. No testing, no autopsy, no cause of death. We don't need that. We know. He was... He was sick. He was sick for a long time. Okay, he was a sick man, very sick man. Um, you know how he was. Actually, Julie, I think I saw him last week, and he was looking amazing. I actually commented to to my friend. I was like, "Damn, you know, Julie's husband is looking amazing. He's looking better than I've ever seen him." No, then see, that's a side effect of the sickness, though. See, is that you look like you're doing really well, but you're actually dying. You know, you look actually healthier than you might have ever been, ever in your entire life. Um, skin glowing, you know, just just ripped. You get actually more jacked. The sickness makes you ripped. It makes you look like, like uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, it makes you just like, it, it makes you like Carl Weathers, like just ripped. So, so it, it makes sense. I, I see why you could think that. I could see why you'd think, but just joking. We just joked. Next one comes from God Cashy. I once was asked if I could give someone a ride home from a local convenience store. Normally, I would say so, but I decided to be. Ni- Normally, I would say no. So that was a typo. But I decided to be nice that day. They were a lady in their mid thirties or forties, so I figured it wasn't that big of a deal. For whatever reason, I subconsciously mentioned that I wasn't able to buy what I what I. <laughs> buy what I went into the store for because I forgot my wallet at home. The person says, you don't have your wallet on you? I say, nah. They looked a little concerned and a few moments later <laughs> say they can walk to their destination just fine. I thought it was weird, but I didn't think too hard about it. The next day it's on the news that an armed robbery took place in the exact location she asked me to take her. And I gave a description and gave a description that 100% matched the person I was going to take home. I didn't really save myself as I had nothing to steal, <laughs> but an interesting story. Hmm. Yes, that is 
That, that's it. You didn't blink an eye after she was said, oh, you know what? No wallet. That's fine. I, you know what? I just remembered you, because you don't have your wallet, I just, this is a weird thing with me. Whenever I'm around people that don't have their wallets, I just start to feel really, you know, um, energetic, really athletic, something weird. I just start to feel really just amped up. It just, it's a weird, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think we should, we shouldn't go correlation causation on this. You know, we should just take this with a grain of salt, but you know, every time that I'm around someone who doesn't have their wallet, I suddenly just get a little pep in my step, you know? So yeah, you know, wallet, you know what? No wallet, no problem. How about that? How about I just, I'll walk from here. Okay. And you were just thinking, you know what? That makes sense. I, I, I trust this woman. I trust what she's saying. I, I have a very similar philosophy. You know, when you don't have your wallet, you got to start walking. That's what I say. I, I, I've been saying that actually. Been saying that for a long time. You know, that's just kind of my, it's my thing, my little saying. You know, everyone's got their little saying, right? You know, what goes up must come down. That's the saying. You know, mine is without a wallet, start walking. That's that's usually how it goes for me. Next one comes from Turkey Burpin. As a manager, I noticed my team was getting saddled with harder work than the other teams. I informed my boss, but she laughed at me and sent me packing. Since we tracked employee productivity by case, uh, I had a feeling I'd need some kind of proof in the future. So I went back to my team, explained the situation, and informed them I wanted to keep daily logs of all their cases and timestamp them, even though the system did this automatically. Hmm. Fast forward two years. Another manager believes his employees are getting harder cases than the other teams, so he complains about it to my slash his boss. His rapport with her is significant as he works the same shift, so she looks into it. After three days, uh, three days secret investigation, I get one of the most aggressive and hateful emails of my career, accusing me of cherry picking millions of cases over the years of work for my team. My response was to hand her daily logs from every employee for two years, eleven thousand sheets of paper, give or take. The absolutely incredulous look she gave me was worth it alone. What's this? Well, that's 100% daily logs of every employee and their cases worked. Why do you have this? To protect them uh, when, from when you inevitably do this. Insert offended look here. This is ridiculous. There's no need for them to be wasting time keeping these logs. There wasn't until today. Feel free to check them. Oh, I will. Three days later, I got an an apology and turns out an employee was coming in early and scanning in my employees paperwork and tossing their cover sheets so there was no record they had done any of the difficult work after running numbers it was determined that the other manager was incorrect and the evidence showed my team worked roughly 34% of difficult cases and accounted for 15% of the total workforce the day shift employees all got into trouble for passing off hard cases the day I got to tell my team their logs literally saved all of our jobs was one of the best days at work ever. That is, yeah, that is awesome. That is a great story. What a, this is just, I can't stand people that are just so, you know, what did you do then? This is all your fault. You're, you're not, you are doing the wrong thing. I haven't even looked into it and I know. I haven't even looked into it. You know what? I trust the person who, uh, who I like the most. You know, I trust the person who I just like really like, and uh, they would never say anything uh, that I didn't want to hear. All right, so 
They told me what I wanted to hear. And um, that's my conclusion now. So you're fired. Okay, nice try. You're fired. Well, you know what? Sometimes I keep the receipts. All right, I got receipts. I got proof. Okay. Part of me is like, maybe I should start taking more responsibility for my for my things as well and my actions, but I'm also really lazy. So, we'll see. Um, reply from Putin, my ass. God damn it, you Redditors. You guys are so... You guys are weird, but I love it. But you guys are also so horny. So horny Redditors, man. You guys don't quit. It's like, just... Can you chill out a little bit with the horniness, with the horny names, okay, and the horny questions? I swear to God, every single time I go to Ask Reddit and that subreddit, and I go to the top upvoted questions of the week, like, a solid 30 to 40% of those questions are something sex-related. It's like, what? Really? You need to be asking Reddit about this? You need to be asking Reddit. And some, are things, some of the things are just so, like, you could look this up on Google, like... Why do you, why? What is up with the obsession, okay? Touch some fucking grass. I hate that saying, but seriously, if you're asking a litany of sex questions to Reddit, you can touch some fucking grass. Um, I joined a company as a summer intern, and when I was trained, they told me that after dispatching, you would use a colored highlighter to mark your dispatch, uh, the order already, or to mark you dispatch the order already, and put it, the sheet in the correct cubbyhole. Make sure you use only your color so we know who dispatched, they said during training. My spidey senses went off on that one. What if someone uses my highlighter color and messes up? I don't want to get blamed for their mistake. So I started initialing with my colored highlighter. Figured it takes the same amount of time and I'm still complying with the process, but there's an extra layer of confidence. A few weeks later, they came to me asking why I messed up my dispatch. I told them I didn't uh, dispatch that one and they said, well... It's the same color of highlighter you used, showing me the sheet of paper with a line drawn on the corner. Right. But I always initial my dispatches, I replied, showing them all my past paperwork with initials in my own color highlighter. They were confused for a second before thanking me and walking away. Later that day, they let go one of our coworkers. Turns out he messed up and figured he could cover his mistake by throwing me under the bus. He just didn't count on me. You know, anticipating the obvious outcome of such a system. That was just the beginning of my CYA career. What is a CYA? Uh, nearly 20 years ago. After that innocent incident, everyone on the team started initialing their pages too. Well, there you go. Um, what, a, what a, like, again, what a jerk. What an asshole. Like, you know what? I'm going to get someone fired today. Uh, because of my mistake... I'm going to uh, sacrifice this person's ability to buy food and sustain their life. How about that? You know, my mistake is another person's uh, uh, hardship in life, is another person's struggle. My mistake is another person's potentially uh, very life detrimental, life-altering um, circumstance. You know, that's, that's just, that's the way I roll, baby, Okay. I'm just ruining lives left and right. Whenever I get the chance to blame, you bet you I'm blaming. I'm blaming I'm blaming everyone else. Okay? I can do no wrong. And when I do wrong, simple. I blame it. 
I just shift the blame, okay? This is an expert move. All right. Did something wrong? No problem. Blame someone else. Okay. Girlfriend mad that there's pee on the floor? Blame your dog. <laughs> okay. Listen, babe. The dog peed on the floor. Well, we have an iguana. You're allergic to animals. Well, then the iguana peed on the floor, babe. So how do you like that one? Boom. Roasted. How do you feel? You must feel pretty stupid right now. There's pee on the floor, and it's not even mine. <laughs> Next one comes from Zantilly. Not stopping. About 20 years ago, I almost stopped to help a stranded motorist. Saw highway patrol behind me and knew he would stop. That night on the news, I saw that he did stop. And a shootout ensued after this officer noticed the ignition wire had been pulled from the distributor. The stranded motorist was an escaped prisoner looking for a car to steal. Damn. This is crazy. You, like, to think that you almost died is wild. But at the same time, like, like, <laughs> what was that guy expecting? Like, yeah, my, my car's not starting. Just need, I don't know. Somebody's got to look at it. Just looking. I need a, you a mechanic? Yeah, actually, yeah, I am a mechanic. Yeah, I, I, uh, or I, I have mechanic skills. Yeah, I was, I was a mechanic for, for a bit. I, I shifted, um, professions, but you know, I'm, I'm a mechanic. Yeah, let me, let me take a look. Yeah, it's something under the dash there. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, well, sir, this car is clearly stolen. Uh, you are, I'm assuming you're putting these two wires together to start this car. You know what? It's not stolen. That's just the way I like starting it. I'm not, I lose my keys. I am a classic key loser. You know, I am just, I'm losing my keys left and right. So I, uh, you know, I've, every key I've ever had, I, you know, want to know a fact about me, every key I've ever had, I've lost. Can't, can't hold on to them, you know, I can... I can, I, you know what though? I've never lost my wallet. Never lost my wallet before. But keys, keys just seem to elude me. So don't, don't even, yeah, don't even worry about that. It's like, really? You're not going to notice that the person, like, you, what do you expect? The person who helps, helps you try to fix your car on the side of the road is not going to blink an eye at the fact that there's no keys in the car, you know, they're, that they're, that they're trying to start it and give them a jumping boost and they're like flicking two wires together like there's no you know no you don't think anyone's gonna bat an eye you don't think the average person knows enough about cars to think i don't think this is how you start a car i i, I i'm gonna you know i'm just this is from my limited experience with cars but i don't think exposed wires are generally um you know the 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 uh, the optimal method or the most orthodox method of starting a car so i really don't know what he was expecting um he could have killed a lot of people before the cops came. Um, Soggy Art sixty nine ninety eight. He's like getting fucking bothered. He's like, how does everyone keep figuring this out? I've killed like forty people. It's like, well, people are people. People would probably catch on to that one pretty quick. Um, all right, next one comes from Soggy Art uh, sixty nine ninety eight. Randomly went with my friend to buy her a new car. Just needed to get out of the house. Convinced her to buy GAP insurance because it was cheap and I wish I had gotten it for peace of mind. Her car got stolen 
And it, instead of being st- uh, stuck with the loan, the insurance paid out after 30 days or whatever, she got another car. Wow. You know what's crazy? Um, I don't exactly know what GAP insurance is, but um, you know what? One of the craziest things is one of my buddy really wanted like an infinity um, so in high school, like, like uh, an infinity, I don't really know the models of the car, like G35 or something. I, I really don't know the name, the models of cars. I'm not a car dude, but, um, he really wanted an infinity. So he saved up his money. Um, he bought himself an infinity and on the ride home, like he bought this car online, like off a guy on a, on a, I don't know if you have like in, in, in Canada, we have this thing called Kijiji, which is like a marketplace for like an internet marketplace for just like selling your random stuff i don't know if that's in america too but um anyways uh he sold like this guy was selling his car in kijiji and they've got like a whole car section and um as he was driving it home from when he bought it so there's no insurance he didn't buy it from a dealership nothing Uh, i don't even know if there would have been if he bought it from a dealership but as he was driving it on the on the home on the highway home the engine started on fire. It literally just ignited. Like, you want to talk about a lemon? Like, Jesus Christ, this thing was a fucking warhead, man. Like, it literally started on fire. Like, in, like while he was driving the car, he was like, you know, this is chilling. Hmm, that's black smoke. I should probably get out of this vehicle before it, I don't know, explodes. Like, that was one of the craziest things ever. He sent me a snap... Uh, or a Snapchat um, photo of uh, of his car, and it was like just bursting into flames, black smoke everywhere, and fire department had to come and put out his car. So, um, yeah, insurance would probably be a good idea. Insurance would probably be a good idea. Um, next one comes from Pat's Fan Ten Ninety Three. Slept with the bedroom door open the other day. We almost never do that, and honestly. It was because I wanted to be able to hear for some reason. Smelled gas at midnight. Turns out my daughter had turned the stove knob just a touch before going to bed five hours earlier. That was a scary one. You know what? What you do in those situations, this is a parenting tip, okay? I'm just giving a parenting tip, is blame your daughter. Blame the child, okay? Make sure that this child knows that she could have killed everyone. Make sure that the child knows that, and and honestly, resent her for the rest of her life. You never want to let her live this down, okay? This is, uh, it's just, you know what? This is just parenting advice uh, from yours yours truly, Um, you know? I, you know what? And this, this advice works. I haven't spoken to my kids in years because of this advice. So, you know, it's, it's, it, it works, okay? It does the job, gets the job done. But yeah, they'll they'll never forget it. So really blame them. Make them feel that it is all their fault, you know, that they're never going to live it down and hold it against them. Hold it against them to the for the rest of their lives. That's what you got to do. Proud proud parent. Um let's see. Next one comes from Lefty Boomer. Bought a generator 15 years ago because a hurricane was because a hurricane for it was forecast. Drove 3 hours to get it. Didn't lose power that month. Husband rolled his eyes. Two months later, the October storm hit. Dumped 20 inches of snow. State lost power. We lost power for 13 days. We had the wood stove and the generator. Well, 
uh, wood stove and the generator. Well, some lights, the stove and the fridge. The October storm. I don't even know what that is. I have no idea where that is, but looks like uh, looks like someone didn't listen to the wife. Okay, looks like you didn't listen to your clearly very intelligent uh, partner and get the generator. Okay, you know what? I I feel like I I want to get a little generator, like not a not like a you know a big a big one or anything, but just a little a little generator, you know can keep things going for just a bit because you know we live out here in Halifax we get hurricanes like every year so and losing power we've never we've never I mean um Hurricane Fiona that one was pretty nasty um two years ago or whatever we only lost power for like maybe a day but I know places that lost power for like a week um and I just thought to myself you know what like if you got the option losing power freaking sucks Losing power is is never never good, so I think it's worth it. Worth it to have a little generator. Plus, you can keep it in your car, you know, and and you never know when you're driving around, or you're on a road trip or something, and you need to get some power. You never know, man. There's there's some certain things that'll that'll be of use in a survival situation. You just never know. Um, next one comes from time for the check. Closing, well, you must be really fun at dinner. Closing the curtains. I'm sitting in my living room watching Frasier, and I can't explain it, but I get this overwhelming feeling to close the curtains. I'm thinking to myself, I've lost it. And it's probably nothing. It nags me the rest of the episode, so I close them. Turns out, there was a guy who would look into people's windows to see if they lived alone. Then he would SA and rob them. He hit my door, he hit my next next door neighbor at the time. Wow. Holy, talk about dodging a bullet. Damn, that's crazy. Follow your intuitions, man. Follow If you're getting weird vibes from people or just a weird vibe in general, and I feel like there's just, I think like this is, I don't want to get too deep here, folks, but I think conscious awareness stretches farther than just what you are consciously aware of. Like, I think there are certain things we're kind of, metaconsciously aware of or subconsciously aware of maybe not or like you know what i mean like a, a transcendently conscious aware of uh consciously aware of certain things that you just gut feeling stuff you can't really quite explain and then you know a situation happens like that where you know you you flee into those feelings and then you dodge that bullet you know clearly um the dude who uh lost his or forgot his wallet needs to work on this because there's no way that when someone says oh never mind I don't need a ride after you tell them you don't have your wallet like what that didn't strike you as a little strange at all all right um but you got to follow that stuff there's something to be said I'm gonna I'm saying there's something to be said um okay folks I think I'm gonna wrap it up there for today uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning into this show. You have no idea how much I love each and every single one of you, my beautiful friends from the internet. Um, remember to please comment, please comment. Uh, you know, on Spotify, um, you can go to my YouTube channel and comment. Um, but uh, yeah, please, please do so. Please leave us a rating and also leave us a review. 
Um, if you're listening you know, on any of the podcasting platforms, you just have no idea how much that helps the show. Remember, you can answer this week's Reddit question by clicking the description of the episode uh, in Spotify, and uh, I will read aloud your, your responses uh, on the next week's following episode. Uh, thank you for listening to the Reddit Ask Us podcast. I am your host, Luke Dick. Peace out. Love you. Goodbye.